Welcome to Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please use the hashtag NowChurch. Thank you, and enjoy today's service. Welcome once again to Now Church. Glad that you're with us today. We're excited to bring to you the inerrant, the inspired, the infallible Word of the living God. How many know that the Bible is never old-fashioned or out of date? People try to make it where the, the rules have suddenly changed or something, because uh, the Bible is an old book. Let me tell you something. It may be an old book. It's an ancient book. But our God is alive. He's not a religious God. He's not a tired God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Today we begin a brand new theme, and here we are on Easter Sunday. Today's theme we begin for the whole month of April is nothing is impossible with Jesus. Nothing is impossible with Jesus. Our text is from Luke chapter 8. Verse 43 from the message says this, tells the story of a woman that had some problems. Anybody ever had a problem? In the crowd that day, there was a woman who for 12 years, everybody say 12 years. that, That woman for 12 years had been afflicted with hemorrhages. She had spent every penny she had on doctors, but not one had been able to help her. How many know doctors may be able to treat you, but only Jesus can heal you? Verse 44, she slipped in from behind Jesus and touched the edge of Jesus' robe. At that very moment, her hemorrhaging stopped. Jesus said, who touched me? When no one stepped forward, Peter said, but master, we got crowds of people on our hands. Dozens of people have touched you. But Jesus insisted, someone touched me. I felt power discharging from me. I felt an electrical circuit had closed and there was a connection. When the woman realized she couldn't remain hidden, she knelt trembling before him. In front of all the people, she blurted out her story, why she touched him and how the same moment she was healed. And Jesus said, daughter, you took a risk trusting me. And now you're healed and whole. Live well, live blessed. How many know that real faith is often spelled R-I-S-K, risk? Faith is a risky business, isn't it? But it's also the key to wholeness. Let's pray one more time. God, would you open the eyes of our heart and let your word come forth in power to change us in Jesus' name, amen. In a world where we tend to feel increasingly powerless, This month, we're going to be talking about the power of God that flows from Jesus Christ. No matter how strong a person you feel you are, there comes a point where you have to admit that essentially you and I are broken. Just in our human condition, we're born into imperfect lives, a sin condition. And all the self-help books in the world can't fix us because sin is like a virus It's contagious, we're born into it, and we're helpless against it without help. Talked to several pastor friends around the world this week. Several in Europe and other places are having their first services today that they've had in 13 months. Many are limited, 
And it just made me so thankful for the freedom that we have right where we are. We're blessed, we're free, and we're strong. This brokenness that's inside of us forms barriers that separate us from God and from other people. I was picking up some takeout food the other day and noticed all the partitions in the restaurant. In the name of safety, we've allowed ourselves to become at least somewhat masked, muted, muzzled, and separated from other people for the past 13 months. Partitions are some kind, sometimes called dividers. And almost every restaurant now has them. I realize that's kind of a metaphor about where we are as a society, segmented apart, partitioned away from each other, because fear paralyzes and divides us. The problem is this. The walls we build to protect ourselves often imprison us. The things that we put up to try to keep from getting hurt end up separating us from God himself and from the very people that we love the most. And these dividers, these walls, visible or invisible, form distance, isolation. As problems and situations try to surround us, they engulf us and wall us off and separate us with a feeling that there's no way out. I thought about Easter and the promise of Jesus. We celebrate his sinless life, his unjust death. More importantly, we honor his resurrection and ascension because he is not dead. He is risen. He's alive. And that's where our hope is. In this story of the woman with the issue of blood, this was not a parable Jesus told. This was a real woman. Other gospels indicate that she became so frustrated with her condition, so frustrated with the fact that she spent everything she had and doctors didn't help her. The Bible says she actually grew worse while she's going to the doctor. Now, I'm not against doctors, but doctors can only do so much. And this woman, when she heard about Jesus, the Bible says, she said something to herself. She wanted a change, and she believed Jesus could help. This woman, the issue of blood wasn't just sick, but her condition made her an outcast. Under the Old Testament law, she was quarantined in her own home, separated from everyone else for 12 years. Now think about that, 12 years. Do you know what 12 months this felt like? Think about 12 times 12. I know some of you are thinking, that's gross. And it really is. Only the math people got it, but anyway. The ultimate lockdown. Zero social interaction for a dozen years, and she thought God sentenced her to that, to that because it was under the law. No friends, no family, no meaningful conversations, no hugs, no church, no long walks on the beach, no vacations, no barbecues, no love or affirmation for 12 years. You know, desperate people do desperate things. 
Those things that I just listed are many of the things we used to take for granted, but I don't think we take them for granted now. The Bible talks about experiencing the presence of God beyond the veil. You see, in the Old Testament, there was this veil that was designed to protect the people because in the outer court of the tabernacle, people could gather. In the inner court, the holy place, they had to be really clean. But to go into the holy of holies, the holiest of all, was a death sentence if there was sin in your life because God's standard is perfection. And that veil became a wall. That veil became a curtain that separated people from that presence, from that power of God, from that thing that we need, most of all in this world. But when she heard about Jesus, this woman said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And she pressed in in the marketplace, passed by all her restrictions and limitations, and just did what she said. She touched the master. And his power flowed like, like it does when you flip a switch. And those electrical contacts, when they connect, the power flows. We sing a song here about Jesus being a way maker. But I want you to know he's also a wall breaker. Every divining wall that separates us from God and others has been torn down by Jesus. Just as in the Old Testament, the walls of Jericho came down in the book of Joshua with a simple shout of praise to the Lord, Jesus hung on the cross, taking all the punishment for our sin until he could say, it is finished. I read something in my devotions just this morning that the original context of the word that Jesus said, it is finished, it was one word. One word in Hebrew, one word in Greek. And that one word indicated literally this, mission accomplished. Everything that would need to be done was done, is done, and is progressively accomplished for all. Once for all time, Jesus said, it is finished. And when he did, he effectively ripped down the curtain that blocked us from life, that blocked us from love. You know, in this life, People try to find their own way around the wall to get to God. They try to find their own way around the curtain. These guys, it's curtains for you. Here, let's get it, let's get it right there. There we go. And you can step up just a little bit. Very good. Obviously, we didn't rehearse this. Just trying to give you a little bit of an illustration to see. Because what happens is people try to find a way around the wall through religion self-help, trying to figure it out, trying to find a religious something to make themselves feel less guilty. Self-righteousness tries to take you around the wall or 
under the wall. We try from the earth's perspective to try from the bottom up to, to get through that curtain and we can't do it. Only Jesus was qualified to tear down the curtain because of his sinless blood, his perfection that we could never attain. And the Bible says that that veil was ripped from top to bottom. God did it. It had to happen from heaven's perspective. It had to happen that God tore it for us so you and I could enter in to that powerful presence and find real relationship with God. I'm going to give you a great scripture. Hebrews 10, 19 and 20 from the New Living says this, And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. The word revelation, what we call a light bulb aha moment, literally means an unveiling. That you can finally see what you couldn't see before. That we come boldly before the throne of grace. As Jesus hung on the cross, all of humanity hung in the balance with him. Have those scissors? Scalpel. Thank you. <laughs> what happens is when Jesus hung there, in that word, it is finished. He said, let new life begin. And the Bible says that that veil began to be torn from heaven to earth. And the way into that powerful presence, the truth and the life shredded all those dividers, all those partitions and all those walls so that you and I could move forward in God. Would you bow your head and close your eyes just for a moment, even at home, right where you are? I don't know where... You are sitting right now. I don't know what your experience is, but I know this. You may feel isolated and alone, even if you're in this room. You may feel and sense something keeping you separate. Inside of every person, inside of every human heart, Christian, non-Christian, whatever religion, around the world, what God has created mankind with a desire for his presence, to know him, to experience in him, and we can't manufacture the ability because we are born into sin. But Jesus, when he paid that price, even on the way to the cross. The Bible says he suffered. He was spit on. He was beaten. They placed a crown of thorns on his head to mock him. 
about being a king. But in every place he shed his blood, the enemy has no more legal right to take you out in that area. Even that crown of thorns, the thorns in the Middle East are often tipped with poison. As that crown of thorns penetrated his skull and his scalp, the enemy has no more right to attack your mind any longer. But all Jesus could do was rip open the veil. Only you can choose to walk through that curtain. Only you can choose to get past all those partitions, real or imagined, and all the things that try to divide us and keep us bound. Only you can decide the moment of surrender. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now that every person in this room, every person in this building, every person watching, connecting with us online, you said in your word there's no distance in the spirit, yet in this presence that we share in this room, there are miracles. Father, we're broken and we need you. We are lost without you and in need of a Savior. We ask you now, Holy Spirit, move in every heart, move in every life, every man, every woman, every young person, wherever you are. God loves you. And he made a perfect world for you to live in, but that perfection was swallowed up by treason. In Adam and Eve, we all ate of that fruit. And yet Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, to break those dividers down and to empower us to become one with Jesus. If you're here today and you've never been born again, the greatest hope in that veil being torn in two is that your eternity can be secure, but also that, you're, that you can be in his presence in a moment not just when you die and go to heaven, but while you're on this earth, you can live in relationship with him. The greatest miracle, my friends, is not even a healing miracle. It's as someone who's dead in their sin can step through that curtain that's been torn by Jesus and find a new beginning, a new life a fresh start. If you're here today, I invite you now to receive him. The Bible says, to as many as received him, he gave the power to become the sons and daughters of God. If you're here today, say, Pastor, pray for me. 
I'm not going to have you come up to the front right now. But I'm going to have you do something. The Bible says we come boldly before the throne of God. We're not going to do a secret thing where you're acting like you're ashamed of this. If the Spirit of God is working in your heart right now, and you say, I need more than just head knowledge. I don't just need to know Jesus in my mind. I need to experience Jesus in my heart in a real way. If that's you, would you just slip your hand up right now? Just put it up boldly. Just say, I need God in my life. I need to be saved. I need to be changed. I need that. I need to get through that curtain. I feel so divided and separated sometimes, and I'm trying to fill it. I'm trying to find the way. Hands are going up all over the place. Keep them up right now. Father, would you reveal yourself? Jesus said, you said if you'd be lifted up, you would draw all people to yourself. Now, Holy Spirit, do that miracle now. Those of you with your hands raised and those with, you, with your hearts open, maybe, maybe even if we put dynamite under some of your chairs, you wouldn't raise your hand. I understand that. But don't be, a, be shy when the Bible says we can be bold. Pray this with me out loud. You know, everybody in the room, just say this, say this out loud. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my sin. Change me. Change me. Thank you for tearing down that veil and showing me new life. I want to live for you. Set me free. In Jesus' name, amen. If you meant that today, then the greatest miracle has begun. That's not the be-all, end-all. It's about growing in God, growing in grace. Pastor Chris will tell you more at the end just about the ways that we can help you in your walk and help you to connect with God. But if you receive something today, would you just put your hands together and worship Him and praise Him and give Him glory and give Him honor. Thanks for joining us at Now Church. For the latest updates, visit us at nowchurch.com, including live or on-demand video, online giving, and much more. And don't forget to follow Now Church on our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.